And welcome back into the Blue Horseshoe Podcast. Ryan Hickey here solo with you. Unfortunately, George is under the weather. He cannot be here today. But he, fingers crossed, will be back and feeling better for the post-game pod Monday night against the Chargers. But at least now to continue on in the holiday spirit, right? It's the giving season, if you will, whether you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. It's a it's a great time to be alive. It's always a fun time. But whatever, you know, holiday you celebrate around this time, it's usually always a, a, a time of giving and a time of receiving. So let's be on the giving end, right? Let's put ourselves um, in the shoes of, let's say, Santa Claus. And we are wishing what three gifts, what three wishes could we give the Colts moving forward? Here be my wishes, right? If I'm writing to Santa, if I'm, uh, if I'm wanting a holiday wish list, my three wishes of the Colts moving forward would be this. Number one, I would wish for Bernard Ryman to develop into their left tackle permanently. This has been a guy since getting the full-time job and really sitting there at left tackle. He's incrementally getting better. Now, as a third-round pick, he's a project, so obviously there's still going to be a, a, a lot, you know, a lot of growing pains, a lot of development. But I think he has really started to settle in. I left tackle the last few games. Um, it's unfortunate. I don't think it, it looks like Joey Bosa will play on Monday, which would have been a great test for uh, for Bernard Ryman for sure. Going against one of the, the elite pass rushers in the NFL. The Giants have a good defensive line. We just saw on Sunday night, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau was giving the Commanders all types, uh, all types of fits. So that should be a good test for Bernard Ryman next week. Um, and then the Texans, I mean, go figure, but we saw Jerry Hughes just terrorize the Colts in week one. That could also be another good test for Bernard Ryman, kind of, you know, help his development. But if you can have Bernard Ryman develop into your left tackle and you feel good about him going to the offseason, that is just one. Again, when we talk about flexibility for the Colts, right, that is one area where now there's pressure relieved. So whether it is trading up for a quarterback, whether it is giving up draft capital to maybe get. Fingers crossed of Bryce Young, but maybe they love Anthony Richardson and want to trade up, or maybe it's Will Levis or CJ Stroud, whatever it is. If you have Bernard Ryman, you feel good about him going to the offseason. That could be a guy where, again, it's one less question mark that's removed. It's a little bit more flexibility for the Colts to address, whether it's corner, or it's maybe getting um, another receiver. Maybe it's addressing the, the defensive line. And, you know, Jalen Carter out of Georgia has been a guy that maybe could be the first overall uh, or the first defensive player off the uh, off the board. Maybe it's getting a guy with Will Anderson. The, the linebacker from Alabama has been tremendous so far. Maybe you compare him with Shaq Leonard and have just a, a terrorizing force off the edge. Whatever it may be, if you have Bernard Ryman, these next three games really have you feeling good at going to us is that this could be our guy going forward here. That frees up the Colts immensely to where now you don't have to spend large salary dollars in free agency or spend draft capital to get a Peter Skaronsky from Northwest or someone like that and use, uh, use draft capital to get a left tackle. It frees you up to get maybe the best player available or it frees you up to be more willing to use uh, a good amount of draft capital in order to trade up to get your guy for the future at quarterback. So that is one of my three wishes here is for Bernard Ryan to truly develop into being the left tackle for the Colts here. Because if you feel confident about his abilities, and again, not saying that next year he'll be, you know, uh, an all pro left tackle. And this guy that, you know, is, is Anthony Cassandra 2.0, this will be growing pain, still be learning curve next year as well. But if you feel like this guy has shown you enough and he can at least be competent at left tackle next year, you can feel good going to there, and you can kind of have your left tackle grow with your quarterback, kind of similar in a way that Anthony Casanzo grew with Andrew Luck uh, over his career as well. I think that would be a, a great fit for the Colts, number one. Number two, can we please, please, whoever's listening to the football gods out there, please, my second wish would be to turn the turnovers into pixie dust. 
Because I think one of the ways that we talk about this Colts team, one of the reasons why they're 4-9-1, and one of the reasons why I think they could turn it around and they're not that far away, you know, maybe a two-year retool, like when we're talking about on the midweek pod uh, with George Bremer. Again, in case you missed that, make sure you're downloading and subscribe to the Blue Horseshoe Pod because I think it was a good discussion. I'll go back to our Wednesday discussion. But we talked a large part about um, why this Colts team maybe, you know, should they rebuild, should they tear it all down, blow it up, or do they need a retooling? I'm in the camp of retooling in part because, look, even though the record is crap and they're going to be picking the top five, this is a team that I think is not that truly uh, talent deficient to be a top five team because one of the reasons why they're 4-9-1 is turnovers. They lead the league at turnovers of 27. They have 13 fumbles, and that's just fumbles lost this year. Excuse me. Sorry about that. 13 fumbles lost this year, not accounting for like the 30-plus fumbles they've had just put on the ground. You had a few more uh, in Minnesota. One go the Colts way in terms of a whistle getting blown down. Another one uh, going the Colts way in terms of the fumbles ruled a fumble, but blown dead so that it wasn't returned for a touchdown, which is uh, egregious miss by the referees. But if you were able to chop the turnovers even in half, I think that's right there, two to three wins for the Colts extra that they're not giving away the game uh, um, when it comes to turnovers. They're one of the best teams in turnover differential last year. They've been the worst team this year. If you are able to take those turnovers, make them turn into pixie dust, if you will, next year, this team, again, is going to be a team that is going to be competitive and going to be a lot closer to 500 just by the fact and by the sheer fact they're not giving offenses short fields to work with. They're not putting their defense in bad positions to succeed. And they're not ruining good drives. How many times have we seen the Colts march into enemy territory only to have a Jonathan Taylor fumble, only to have a Matt Ryan strip sack, only to have Paris Campbell or Ashton Doolin or Kiki QT have a costly fumble that ruins all momentum and ends a good drive uh, on a sour note? You are able to have better ball security, whether that's, you know, however you want to make this, this wish come true, whether it's just the old stick them. We're going to have a full offseason. Just stick them on the Colts, whether you bring in a turnover guru, Todd Rathman, just all of a sudden, you know, anywhere the Colts players go, you're, you're putting a ball in their hand and punching it out, whether it's having them cradle the football like a, a newborn in all offseason, whether they're on vacation on the beach, whether they're training in California or wherever they may be, always have a football in hand, always have someone punching it, whatever you got to do to make sure ball security is first and foremost, you have to. Cut down on these turnovers, and that is a second wish I have for the Colts' holiday season. Cut down on the turnovers next year, because if so, and that easily equates to two or three more wins just by the sheer fact of not turning the ball over across the times like this team has done every single game. And finally here, my third and final wish would be this. It's player-related. Have a mismatched tight end on your roster. I think for me... When it comes to walking mismatches, when it comes to kind of putting players in position to succeed, and especially when you start to look at this team in the eye of developing a, uh, a young quarterback next year, I think one of the best ways, one of the best things a team can have is a mismatch at tight end. You look at whether it's Travis Kelsey. I know Darren Waller's had injury issues this year, but Darren Waller, uh, Dallas Gardner in, in Philly, George Kittle in San Francisco. Like when you have a tight end that is both great in the blocking game and the passing game, it's, I think, the most impossible position for defenses to cover because you have guys that are faster, so you know linebackers can't really cover well. They're stronger, so you want to put a corner or a safety on them that is out-muscle them. It's like the one position, I think, still in the NFL where it's unguardable. Like, if you have the guy at tight end, 
it is truly unguardable if they have a great mix of power and speed. And frankly, the Colts haven't had that in a while. Look, Jack Doyle, to his credit, he's been a safety blanket for this team for a while. He was a tremendous blocker. But it wasn't like, you know, he was running routes like Travis Kelsey and changing the game the way a George Kittle could. You know, Dallas Clark in the heydays of Peyton, he was tremendous. But really since Dallas Clark left the Colts after the 2011 season, there's been one year where the Colts truly had a mismatch at tight end, and that was Eric Ebron in uh, in the first year here's in Indy with Andrew Luck in 2018, right? He had, what, it was 14 touchdown receptions. He was a, a weapon anytime the Colts got into the red zone, and he was tremendous. Now, year two, we won't talk about, but year one, at least, in Indy, he was absolutely tremendous, and he was a huge reason why Andrew Luck was able to come back and come back with a vengeance uh, and, and throw 40 touchdown passes because Eric Ebron, he had such a, a great mismatch, such an athletic tight end where – Defenses cannot cover him, especially in the red zone. You look at the Colts the last two years. Why have the Colts struggled and why they missed the playoffs and this year have been a total disaster? Reds efficiency. Like, I know it's, I mean, you guys have watched, so you know, the Colts can move the ball up and down the field. Like, it's not like this offense is inept where you're looking at the Texans or looking at the Patriots and they struggle to put two or three first downs together. The Colts have offensive success where they can go in between the 20s. The issue for the Colts is outside of just turnovers is once they get down to the red zone, they struggle punching it in for seven. Too many times they settle for three. And so when you have one of those tight ends that's a walking mismatch, it makes red zone efficiency that much better because now you can convert because you have such a threat come uh, when the field shrinks. It's always easier for the Colts to exploit that. Now, I like Jelani Woods. He's a guy that maybe could develop into that mismatch tight end where it's through free agency, where it's maybe a trade. Maybe it's even identifying someone else on the draft I would love for the Colts to get a player at tight end that is both an elite blocker, both an elite pass catcher. That's really, really could be the best friend for whatever young quarterback the Colts do draft and really could kind of help this Colts offense be more productive but also be more deadly in the red zone is if you are able to get one of those dual threat tight ends that passes well, or that you know catches passes really well and also blocks really well. They're a dime a dozen. Don't get me wrong. They don't grow on trees. It's really tough to get a Travis Kelsey 2.0. But it's the wishing season, right? Like, like we wish for things all the time that maybe are not realistic. I'm sure, especially if you have kids, they're wishing for a pony or they're wishing for, you know, a life-size Barbie or they're wishing for this and that that you just know is not realistic, not going to come true. So we're going to kind of put ourselves in the bodies of, you know, children on this time. And we're going to wish for things that maybe are not realistic, but we're going to wish for them anyway. It's a given season. And we're going to have a little bit of fun. So if I could wish one thing for the Colts to come true, it would be a game-changing, a playmaking tight end. I think that could be a huge boost for this offense. And it could be a quick turnaround to where you have Michael Pittman Jr. If Alec Pierce developing well in his rookie year, we'll see what the future Paris Campbell's going to be. He's going to be afraid. So maybe if you don't, you know, bring him back, that could really be an area where the Colts do exploit and are able to kind of you know, bring some explosiveness to the offense, which is one thing that they have not had so far, really outside of three pass plays to Alec Pierce. They've had no explosives down the field that you could change. And also, too, again, just have a, a reliable safety blanket for whatever young quarterback you need. That's another thing that's going to help their development as well. So I would wish for a playmaking tight end. I would wish for Bernard Ryman to be the left tackle for, for the future of this Colts. And I wish the turnovers go to Pixie Dust here going forward here for the Colts. Those are my three wishes. Uh, that I have for the Colts here moving forward. Really not for this season because this season's lost, but going to the offseason and going towards next year, those are three wishes I have. So I'm curious your thoughts here. Let us know whether it's on social media. You could tweet me at Ryan underscore Hickey number three. Tweet at George at GM Bremer. 
or comment. We're there, you know, we're there uh, wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Apple Music. Let us know. Leave us a review in, um, you know, hopefully five stars. But hey, if not, you know, be honest. We do love honesty. If you don't like the show, let us know what we could do to improve it. But also in the review, let us know what wish you have. If you had one wish for the Colts, it could be the offseason. It could be a position of need. Obviously, quarterbacks, I mean, obvious one. Obviously, getting the right head coach is an obvious one. That's why I didn't include this, right? Like, if I could wish for uh, a head coach, it would be Jim Harbaugh. If I could wish for a quarterback, it would be Bryce Young. But I think most of us are saying that. It's pretty obvious. That's why I would try to go a little bit off the beaten path here of three things that not everyone else is talking about when it comes to the Colts having success and turning this thing around. So, what one wish outside of quarterback, outside of head coach, do you want for this team going forward? Again, leave us a review. And in that review, Leave us the one wish you'd want. Or again, tweet us on social media at Ryan underscore Hickey number three and also at GM Bremer. All right. Have a great holiday season. Now do it for this edition of the Blue Horseshoe Podcast. Have a great, you know, holiday season. Continue it. We will be back on Monday night after the Chargers Colts Monday night uh, primetime game. So make sure, again, you're downloading and subscribing to the Blue Horseshoe Pod. We will be back with, with our thoughts on the third to last game of the season. We're slowly getting there, folks. We're almost home uh, to put this season in bed. Then we really get, you know, get excited, start talking about a lot of fun things here with head coach and quarterback searches as well. So continue to get, uh, continue to uh, improve or continue, I should say, to give you the, the draft content you want and need. Uh, but we'll do that. We do have to get through the regular season. So we'll do that. So again, we'll be back Monday night after Colts Chargers. So make sure to download, subscribe, and hear that one. So enjoy the holidays. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Tuesday, Monday night, Tuesday morning, right here on the Blue Horseshoe Pod.